It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. I want to let you know about a couple of cool things that are coming up. Um, we scheduled yesterday, we scheduled uh, a, a show. It's a show. It's a, uh, it's a live little thing for just VIP friends and guests and stuff like that, which basically means if you're willing to buy the ticket, you're a VIP guest and friend. But, the, but, the, but there's only 70 tickets available for this event. Only seven. You got to buy them because I don't have anything to do with the ticket sales. It's on the guys. It's got on the guys' private property. My buddy Stacy McNabb uh, on his on his little little ranch spot down in Cleburne, Texas. Uh, it's going to be on May twenty first, which is a Sunday evening, and uh, he's only allowing seventy people in. And it's going to be me and Steve and Ben, the Ragamuffins, the original Ragamuffins. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, anyway, that uh, that information will be up at chadpratherlive.com. How's everybody doing? Apparently, Trump's not going to jail yet. Um, I want you to tune in and hear my conversation with Stu Bergier, the host of Stu Does America on Friday's Overtime. We get into that a little bit. We talk about some fun things for about 20 minutes, and then we, we start getting Stu's perspective on this Trump fiasco, which I don't know if it's a fiasco. I think that they're doing more and more to help the guy than anything else uh that's my personal opinion and uh, we'll get into that a little bit as we move forward my favorite person kayla and let's love brandon and super chris cruz at the helm driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity here in studio 22 the uh wafting aura of ali beth stucky still in the room did she tape in here today are they back taping in this room she's been in the next room I, i saw her her blanket over there huge congratulations to her she announced this week that she's pregnant with number three so congratulations to uh, to the Stuckies. Um, uh, no better, no better people that need to bring babies into this world. So I'm happy about that. Let's populate the earth, Chris. You're doing it. You got a baby on the way, and uh, you're carrying that baby well. You're doing well. I saw that picture on Instagram of your of your beautiful wife the other day with her little belly, and uh, she's cute, man. So good job. I don't know what causes all that. I am clipped, snipped, and clamped, baby. I ain't worried about nothing. I could put this stuff anywhere, uh, but I'll choose not to. <clears throat> Hello. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of putting it anywhere, apparently that is what happened with Donald Trump. We don't know, though, because, I, I mean, I've never held Donald Trump up as this paragon of saying, you know what, here's a guy I want my kids to grow up and be like. Um, but then again, there's parts about Donald Trump that I, that I do want my kids to be like. I think he's in many ways been generous. I think he's been shrewd. He's, he's been, uh, if not the best businessman, he's been an incredible salesman. And, uh, you know, hey, he was president of the United States. But uh, also a billionaire, uh, a playboy who, you know, went out and did his, you know, stuff behind the velvet rope and <laughs> other things. Uh, we know about the hot mic moments and all of that. And uh, but you remember Stormy Daniels actually came out, you know, uh, you know, Stormy Daniels, who had that, uh, I won't say illustrious porn career, but uh, she was a porn star and she came out and said they never had sex. And she also got fined three hundred thousand dollars, lost to Donald Trump in court. And her lawyer, Michael Avenatti, is in prison. Michael Avenatti even came out yesterday and said, this is a dumb charge. This will never stick against Trump. So 
he's not wrong. So they've they've decided they've decided to um, cancel today's grand jury hearing. It's funny to me that that here's here's where their plan fails. And again, we'll get into more of this later. Here's where their plan always fails. So, uh, you know, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, this, you know, fat bastard, this evil villain has brought this charge against Donald Trump for a wrongful filing when he paid off basically hush money to Stormy Daniels prior to the 2016 election. He, you know, apparently paid her some money to shut her up. That happens. I don't know if you know that or not. It happens. People do pay people to shut up. If you don't believe me, I want you to go look at how much Congress spends every year. They literally budget it in the slush fund to make people shut up. It's hush money. It's a literal line item in the U.S. Congress's budget because people like to run their mouth about things and they get paid off to shut up. Uh, the problem was not that he paid it so much as how he filed it. He filed it as a legal expense and then wrote it off on his taxes. And, uh, yep, that, that's you can't do that. Well, Hillary Clinton did the same thing with the Steele dossier, filed it as a as a campaign expense, not as a legal. This is what Trump did. I got that wrong. He filed it as a campaign expense, not as a legal expense. And, uh, yeah, so. I still got it backwards. That gummit, I'm in I'm on drugs today. Sinus medicine. <laughs> it sh- <laughs> Oh my gosh. He wrote it off on his taxes as a legal expense. It should have been a campaign expense. All right? Right? Am I right? I'm backwards on all this stuff. My whole brain is working back. Hillary Clinton did the exact same thing when she paid for the Steele dossier. DNC paid for it, and boom, they wrote it off, and they got a fine for it. It's a misdemeanor. So, gosh, I'm all backwards. I don't even know what I said anymore. But anyway, now they've decided to cancel the hearing. Here's the point I wanted to get to that makes actual sense. Um, <laughs> everything they try to do to Donald Trump, in their mind, always has to end in an arrest. No matter what charge they bring against him, it's all about an indictment, an arrest, a perp walk, and the mugshot, right? Now, I was on ChatGPT last night. For those of you who don't know, that is an AI program that everybody can log into, and it will write things for you. It will create. I challenged it. Now, Brandon told me that ChatGPT kicked him off. Yeah, I've been kicked off a few of those, actually. You've been kicked off the, a lot of the AI apps because you're a heathen, you're perverse. Yeah. And you write things in there to see how far you can make the uh, the artificial intelligence go. Yeah, we've, we've corrupted it. You've corrupted it, and yeah. they, they kicked you off. Yeah. So last night, I put in, uh, I just said, I gave it parameters. I said, write a monologue, a comedic monologue about how far left the Democrats have gone in America that demonstrates their insanity, all right? It wouldn't write it. It would not do it. It, w- it wouldn't do it. It says, we it can't do that. We don't want to uh, favor a political party. Um, we won't, don't want to push an agenda. We don't want to push one side versus the other. And so I tried it again. I said, write a funny comedic monologue about the insanity that's happening in American politics. I just left it at that. 
It still wouldn't do it. We're not going to make fun of one side or the other. And they would not, they would not respond. So finally, I just said, let's talk about some crazy things that are happening in America. This one it wrote. It wrote why we need to focus more on um, climate change. <laughs> How we need to focus more on paying our fair share. All of these, these left-wing tropes, right? All of these left-wing Democrat talking points. So it, wouldn't, it would not make fun of a certain political party, but it had no problem. Artificial intelligence had no problem pushing leftist agendas whenever it was trying to make its jokes on how crazy things are in America. It's a nuance, but it's a very important nuance because Chris has some pictures. You have them, right? This is what happens in another program when you actually put the parameters in there. says, show me pictures of Donald Trump being arrested. So now here you see him surrounded by police officers. They're taking him away. Um, Here he is, another one. Now these pictures, they look pretty damn real. So when Chris sent them to me, I was like, okay, um, just keep flashing through them right there. Here he is, you know, he's oh, disheveled a little bit. Here he is fighting back. I mean, he's like not putting up with it. There he is making a break for it. Donald Trump, I don't know that he's ever run in his life, but there he is. Here he is coming towards the courthouse after being, you know, apprehended. There's his mugshot. Look at that. See, that's that was apparently that was acceptable is for them to create that all of these ai generated so we're living in dangerous times and i say all of this to remind you that we're up against insanity okay at this stage you take for instance the progressive left they're not even pretending anymore that they're not insane they're not even pretending they're not even trying to look like they've got it all together. They, they don't mind the insanity being on display. There's no hiding it. They're not even trying to. They don't have to. Because one, they, first of all, these crazy folks on the left, and I mean the crazy left, they think their crazy needs to be normalized. If they can create chaos, then they can function in the way that they want to in power. Otherwise, if, listen, if they weren't accepting insanity, they wouldn't be insisting on chemically castrating or genitally mutilating kids and subjecting them to drag shows and strip tease and pornography. And uh, they wouldn't leave the southern border as unguarded as Hillary Clinton's email server, okay? I mean, my God, none of the stuff that they're doing is, is popular with the general public. And they know it. They know that most people in America that have a little bit of common sense, look at this nonsense, like the reparations thing that popped up in California. Everybody in California said, that's not a good idea. And it's not been buried, right? I mean, nothing that they're doing is rational. It's not defensible. It's not logical to do anything that they're attempting. In their minds, like, for instance, they justify nominating semi-comatose zombies as political candidates. Has anybody heard from John Fetterman? Has anybody heard from Fetterman? Dude, he's, he's on life support at best. Fetterman's gone. But they had no problem propping that dude up there, man. Uh, I won't even get into Joe Biden. Listen, they're pushing, us to, they're pushing the United States to the brink of nuclear war with Russia when we couldn't even defeat the goat herders of the Afghan Taliban. We couldn't do it. 
And you want Russia, who's now meeting up with China, to create a new world order? Are you insane? And they think that we're just going to keep pushing us to the brink on that? Listen, the leftist progressives, their policies are so radical that even Barack Obama never even tried those when he controlled both houses of Congress. He didn't even mess with it. And none of these insane asylum antics are harming them politically. They can get away with it. They can do this stuff about Trump and anybody else. They can say anything they want about you and me, and they will never be harmed politically as long as they have both hands firmly wrapped around the throats of the national media, social media, academic institutions, public schools, the courts, the ballot boxes, and most other institutions of any cultural power, including the church. I mean, hell, they they got control over the leadership at NASCAR. See, folks, if you go back and study the history of just the 20th century, this is how dictatorships come to life, and ultimately they come to power. They take their insanity, and they double down on it in order to normalize it and make it mainstream. They keep pushing the insanity, and rather than stopping and saying, hey, you know what, we were a little crazy on that, our bad. No, they make it even crazier and tell you, hey, that's the way it should be. That's exactly what dictatorships of the past have done to push their power and roll it over the lives of the masses. So here we go. All right. Listen, buy gold, get a free safe, and store it. Uh, That's right. The qualifying purchases that you get from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they're going to ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text CHAD, I spell it CHAD, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. So here's the deal. The Fed's raising rates because it's the only tool they, that they got in order to try to keep inflation under control. It doesn't work because you can't spend your way out of inflation. Now, you've seen the impact on the stock market. My God, I, I logged into one of my E-Trade accounts the other day and dismal, dismal. You've seen the impact on your savings. The string of recent bank failures, the uncertainty that this has created presents new lessons to be learned. Hedge inflation by owning gold, people. Whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. So text CHAD to 989898 for your free info kit on gold to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text CHAD to 989898. We'll be right back. Now, Van Jones is a communist, and well, he is. <laughs> They're laughing over there. I don't, y'all need to turn the microphone on when you laugh. I don't know if people can hear you or not, but uh, Van Jones is a communist, and uh, every now and then he'll pop off with something smart. I've listened and read Van Jones. I've listened to him. There's a lot of people out there that I, I pay attention to that you think I wouldn't or don't or shouldn't, but I do. And over the years, Van Jones, every now and then, he'll pop off with something smart. And, uh, but he's a communist, no doubt about it. <laughs> and he was harshly criticized yesterday after predicting that Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg would not ultimately pursue a criminal case against former President Donald Trump. He said, my view about this is I think that the heat is on this DA. I think he's going to make a very sober decision. I would not be surprised if he doesn't step back from the brink. Um, and... Uh, 
He said, I hear my conservative friends saying he is just being overcharged. So it is so aggressive. It's so terrible. Welcome to my world, folks. Prosecutors overcharging, being over aggressive, being ridiculous with minor stuff and turning it into major stuff happens every single day in America, every courthouse in America. So he said it's not the right way to go. History's not going to, you know, well, you know what? Let's just play that clip of Van. But I, the, my, my view about this is uh, I think that the heat uh, is on this DA. Uh, I think he's going to make a very sober decision. And I would not be surprised if he doesn't step back from the brink. And I'm going to get to you, uh, Dana and David, in a second. But I want to follow up with you, Van. They didn't like that. They did not like that. Uh, someone said Van Jones is Van Jonesing again, doing white supremacist bidding again. See, anything that doesn't end in Donald Trump in handcuffs, any logical reason, any logical reasoning, any common sense, then you're a traitor. You're a traitor. They want, they're so excited. I mean, you remember years ago when Joy, right in the middle of the view, they brought her a little memo out there, this breaking news. And they're like, oh my God, he's got to be arrested now. Um, <coughs> somebody said, this made me realize that I've gone over a year without being reminded that Van Jones exists. And I want to go back to that time. Somebody said, Van Jones is not a serious person and should not be taken seriously. A, a sentient corn on the cob. Van Jones and his element, beware, skin color does not mean ally. The black delegation offers Van Jones and Uncle Remus in exchange for vanilla ice. Seriously, we'll take vanilla ice over this chucklehead. That was Malcolm Nance. Um, Ely Mistal, who we all love to uh, make fun of for basically redefining the Constitution. He said that... Um, uh, no, he said uh, Van Jones is the Tim Scott of Maggie Habermans. <laughs> what a putz. Uh, Van Jones is a reminder that if someone lands a cable news job and turns out they're not any good at it, they'll do anything to stay on the air, even if it means helping your network boost ratings by becoming the contrarian hot take jackass everyone tunes in to hate on. Uh, well, it's a good thing no one gives a F what Van Jones has to say. When did this piece of shit become a lawyer? Van Jones needs to STFU because no one wants his opinion. Well, I mean, I, I don't see where he's wrong. But again, they can't have anything that doesn't end in those AI pictures of Donald Trump fighting the law and the law winning. I mean, they would love nothing better than to see Donald Trump getting perp walked and fighting back and suddenly they're, you know, Rodney Kinging his ass. They would love to see it, dude. They want to see Donald Trump get Rodney Kinged. They want him beat half to death. They really do. They, they hate this man. They're so scared of him. The fact that this one guy scares so much of the establishment makes me like him that much more. I, I just, I'm here for it, folks. I am here for this. Now, it's amazing to me and very telling that we spent so much time dealing with this and looking at the insanity of the left and, and even Van Jones who pops off with some common sense. <coughs> and what do we want to do? We want to focus on the nonsense that is, that is a so-called fight between Donald Trump and uh, Ron DeSantis. Now, I wish they'd both shut up. And Ron's been basically quiet about it, but still... It's coming. He just did his Piers Morgan interview, and he had plenty to say on that. Do you have that thought? No. Okay, good. I, I didn't want to play it anyway. But but I but the, the I don't care if you have it or not, Chris. I'm not playing it. Taking my ball and going home. But uh, you know, Ron DeSantis 
had a lot to say to Pierce Morgan. If you haven't, if you haven't read that, read Pierce Morgan's uh, article that he wrote in the New York Post. Um, he had a couple of typos in there, like for instance, like for instance, when you say you mean to say affected instead of affected, he put affected. Little things, Pierce. You're British. You should know the English language. But uh, I'm not a huge respecter of, of Pierce Morgan, although he did a fair piece on me once upon a time. The uh, uh, yeah. So I'm again. I wish all that would shut up. But uh, again, we need to focus on who we're actually up against, folks. And it's the insanity I described in the last deal. Now, you got a guy in the White House or wherever he may be, the puppet on the string, Joe Biden. He, let's just play a couple of clips here. So there's this new national monument. And here's Joe waxing eloquent. First, I'm proud to use my authority under the Antiquities Act to establish the and I, I want you to know it's a big deal. The Havanaqua May. I, I'm, I'm having trouble. Thank you. I got it. Well, his tells are so blatant and blaring, glaring, I should say. When he's like, I should tell you, it's a big deal. That means he just hit a spot in the teleprompter or he doesn't know what to say. And I tell you, it's a big deal. I can't pronounce it, but it's a big effing deal. And then somebody shouts out the proper pronunciation. He's like, I got it. How dare you correct me? Real old man. Now, this is another one. And I tweeted this video clip yesterday. This is him. Um. I don't know who in their right mind would type a poem into a teleprompter and think it's a good idea for Joe Biden to try to read that. But they did it. Play the clip. An engineer, poet, Cuban-American, Richard Blanco, uh, <laughs> returned to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Rock and Me. A poem, one today, it says, and always one moon like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop. And every window on every in, of every county, country. Let me start this over again. Oh my God! I'm getting so intimidated by you being here. <laughs> and always one moon, like a silent drum, tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country, county, county. All Same of us word. facing the stars. Hope, a new constellation, waiting for us to map it, waiting for us to name it together. Here's the thing, like right in the middle, he messed up on the same word twice. No. I mean, he, he covered all the bases. He said county and country three times on both attempts. Uh, my, uh, all right. If he were not president of the United States, you might look at that attempt of him trying to recite poetry from a teleprompter and say, well, that was... That was endearing, right? It's just kind of precious that he wanted to get this right. And, but, it, but he's not just an old man. He is the leader of the free world. And I get that your inability to read a teleprompter, well, it may not be world-ending when you're just trying to read a Blanco poem. 
But you never know what the F that dude might pop off with, because he's done it in the past. So has Kamala, actually. Uh, that could have global ramifications. So I'm a little bit scared of the fact that, one, and I understand teleprompters. I know how to use them, and I promise you, you've never seen me go, oh, I'm on the teleprompter now. Mm, let me see. Okay, so, um, yeah, let me, mm, uh, wait. Uh, it's now becoming very obvious that I didn't proofread any of this shit. Because you can tell he's never read this. This is as new to him as it is to you. And that's the scary part. It's as new to him as it is to you. He, too, is hearing this for the first time. <laughs> Everything on the teleprompter. <clears throat> I mean, he can't be bothered to check what he's about to say. You know? I mean, that's scary. Now, okay, if you're just going to go, you know, dedicate monuments and stuff like that, uh, maybe you can get away with a faux pas every now and then. But come on, dude, every freaking day. Uh, I mean, listen, but let's focus on Trump. Let's focus on Trump, 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 Trump. Let's focus on we need him perp walked. We need him in handcuffs. We need a mugshot. Let's focus on Trump. Don't worry about Joe. Don't worry about the, uh, you know, $1.1 million in payments that he got over a period of a few months. Um, yeah, don't, let's don't focus on the Biden family. Don't, don't forget. I, and I've gotten into the, I've, I used to pride myself in never going on someone's Twitter that I don't agree with okay. and trolling them. I live for Biden's tweets now. Yeah. I live for them. The hypocrisy is so thick and rich. I mean, it is a creamy cup of cappuccino. Or as Joe would say, cap, 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 cap. So anyway. Hey, Chad, I, I, will, I would like to say something here. Do you think this is the same feeling that they had with TDS? Like, do we have BDS? No. No, I don't. I'm not deranged. Like, I'm not obsessed with it. When Joe Biden has, has the final stroke... I'm not going to sit around and, and talk about him once he's out of office. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I won't sit back. Now, I, we could blame a lot of stuff on him, and rightfully so. But I'm not going to sit around obsessing over this guy. Like, I'm not going to hang posters of him on the dartboard and throw them at him. This, but it's just when he says really dumb stuff, like he did a deal yesterday about we as a society. He basically paraphrased Robert Kennedy, which he should never do. Should never do that. Because Robert Kennedy, far too eloquent for you, my friend. And he tried to parallel. We need to have a society in which we can speak freely, is what he said. I said, okay, well, um, you took showers with your teenage daughter and your crackhead son, your crackhead son's laptop was uh, hidden by the F censored by the FBI prior to the election. So freely spoken. You know, I, I'm like, at this stage, I'm going to mock the whole deal. And I don't, care if he's, I don't care if he's 80. I don't care if he's 105. You're in control, dude. I'm going to criticize the way you're driving the car because you're not. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, guys, if you're looking in the mirror or you see a photo of yourself and you see a receding hairline or a bald spot, 
Uh, Keeps can help you change that. Keeps has clinically proven FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online. So whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take better care of the hair you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's really easy. You don't have to go to the waiting room or no pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door, and it'll show up uh, in your bank account about half the cost of the traditional pharmacy. That's half the cost, folks. So if you have questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24-7, and if you're ready to take action, well, then join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. To get a special offer, go to Keeps.com slash loss. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. That's Keeps dot com slash loss and we'll be right back we are at a tipping point in america with 400,000 children in the u.s foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family christians must step up this is jack graham Senior Pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. Oh, Kayla. Oh, Chris. Oh, Brandon. Oh, boys and girls. Boys and girl. <laughs> Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. That's going to get me canceled. Right there, I'm singing Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus. I love that Uncle Remus, man. I thought that was great, but it's racist. And uh, I can sing that song now because I am a black man. Every man has his price, and mine has finally been reached. Forthwith, I intend to leave the great state of Texas. I'm leaving. That's a huge announcement. I'm going to head west. I'm leaving behind Blaze TV. I'm leaving behind this show. I'm leaving behind my career, and I'm in search as the 49ers of old of a gold rush. Now, the downside is that along the way, I'm going to have to get one hell of a tan or else I'm going to have to engage in blackface once I get there. But I'm okay with that right now. I'm willing to take on the risk, folks. I'm willing to be Rachel Dolethal, and I will Rachel Dolethal the shit out of this, especially since I'm apt to end up one day with $5 million in my pocket merely for living in a city that exists in a state which never actually owned slaves. I did a Google search of the history of slavery in California. Drew it up. I just drew empty. There was nothing there. Now, San Francisco, California is where I'm going. I'm going to be like Uncle Jed, y'all. Except I'm not going to Beverly Hills. I'm going to San Francisco. Because that's, listen, I should say that's what I should have been doing last week when this whole deal was still on the table. Technically, it still is until June, but there, there's enough people out there speaking out against this at this point that is apt to die before seeing the light of day. Now, surprisingly, 
Some of those exhibiting more level heads are are actually the members of the NAACP and even uh, a mayoral candidate by the name of Richie Greenberg. Now, in response to this proposed notion that every black person in the city be given $5 million in essentially reparation money, not to mention having all their debts forgiven, getting a, you know, a free house, basically a house for a dollar, all of this kind of stuff. Here's what Richie Greenberg said. He said, and I quote, the payout has been exposed as arbitrary and without justification. The entire plan lacks credibility by all stretches of the imagination. The reparations plan likely violates at least five state and federal laws, including Section 31 of the California Constitution's Declaration of Rights, Article 34 of the California Constitution, Title IV of the Federal Civil Rights Rights Act and the 14th Amendment, end quote. Now, in case it's not wildly clear from this and everything else I've said on this show about California, let's really lay some pipe on this one, okay? California has bureaucratically become one of the dumbest states in the union. San Francisco's got to be the dumbest city in that dumb state. Right now, the homeless problem is wildly out of control. Oh, and by the way, they're trying to shovel money into that in a way that will do nothing but long-term harm as well. Now, right now, they're asking the Biden administration, California, San Francisco's asking the Biden administration <coughs> to funnel six months of transitional rent through Medicaid for homeless people. And that means, as it, I mean, they, they, they actually, this is the insanity. As if in six months, they're just magically going to be cured of their inability to remain housed. Look, I know we poke a lot of fun uh, at our, you know, drought-ridden re neighbors to the West. And I know that most of it is well-deserved. But the truth of the matter is, if you have any compassion in you at all, you got to be looking at the state of California and just pitying the hell out of them, or at least some of them, because it's a big state, and it's not the case that everyone in it is a freaking moron. But California serves as the crucible on the display of the rest of us in which many of the worst kinds of social engineering experiments are being run. And, and if, if, guys... There is an upside to all the chaos that ensues. It's that maybe the rest of us in these United States are a little less apt to push for similarly stupid policies in our own states and cities. So listen up, folks. There's an old proverb which goes, when the chips are down, the buffalo is empty. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting to see as time goes on whether or not California empties its buffalo all over its people. So I got no idea if I'm using that metaphor correctly, actually, but who knows? Uh, and Really, who cares? In the final assessment, California is a stupid state. <laughs> and also i gotta go out there and see if i can get paid yo what's up what's up what's up kayla you come out there and be my girl yeah california is the place you ought to be so he loaded up the truck and he moved to beverly hills that is swimming pools movie stars the Beverly Hillbilly. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to be black. It's not racist. It's true. I don't want to be black. I want to be what God created me to be. If you're black, I want you to be black. I mean, they did the poll the other week that said that in the Rasmussen poll, black people said it's not okay to be white. I say it is okay to be white. To me, it's actually desirable to be white. Most black people I know think it's desirable to be black. And most of the black people I know aren't looking for $5 million handouts from the, from the government of California. Somebody said to me on a Facebook post under a show I've got coming up, they said, do you not like California anymore? And I said, no. 
<laughs> not after they shut the state down and demanded people get a medical procedure to come to a, a, a live show. I, you know, I'm coming back in August to be in La Jolla. Um, I, sans blackface. But, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, uh, uh, again, that, uh, this, it makes me want to go to that. Uh, what's, the, what's the rapper's name? The 6'9 guy? Tagashi 6'9? Got Daniel Hernandez. He's got a Puerto Rican father, so. But he's a rapper, and apparently he's not a good rapper, but he makes good videos. Isn't that right, Brandon? He's a terrible rapper, actually. Terrible but, rapper. But he does make good. Well, he did make good videos. No one would really be seen with him. And he ratted some dudes out, right? Yeah, he, he, like, he was all like the a beans. bro. Not some dudes. He ratted the worst dudes. Yeah, out. he ratted yeah. the wrong people out. The 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 nine Trey gangster bloods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, cooperated with law enforcement and led to several gang members from the nine Trey gangster bloods being incarcerated. And uh, the gang was distributing fentanyl and committed brazen acts of violence. Well, you know, snitches get stitches, Tagashi. And uh, they follow. He was where was he? A Planet Fitness? He's at uh, L.A. Fitness in LA Florida. Fitness. Yeah, he was in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Florida man. And they uh, play the clip. They followed him. These guys. They caught him without his security. Yep. Yep. They followed him into the locker room. Go ahead. Beat his ass. I love. I just love the. I want to be famous now. I want to be famous after he just curb stomps him. Well, they put him in. They curb stomped him. That's true. And they. It's a good way to put it. They and they put him in a hospital. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got him too. You want to see his face? Yeah. Let's see it. Yo, this is Jump 6 9, bro. Yo, homie, I'm a, yeah, yo, I'm got the line, bro. I'm a fan, bro. No, I'm a fan. I'm just saying, bro. I'm a fan, bro. I know, but I think he's chummy, you guys. I know, I know, I ain't jumpy, bro. I'm just saying. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, the first time I saw that clip, I thought that was an Adidas tattoo on his forehead. No, that's just where they stomped his ass. Well, you see, the problem with snitching and having 6ix9ine tattooed on your face makes it hard to disappear. Yeah, that witness, pro witness protection program, not so much. Yeah. Not yeah. so much for you, buddy. Chad, when Brandon uh. brought this story up, I thought it was another tranny story because of the... If you, if you go back... Yeah, so go back to the start of this clip. Yeah, the, this one. Yeah, like, go. I thought it was a tranny. I was like, why are we showing trannies again? Can we leave the trannies alone? But Mulvaney, no, was, Mulvaney's really let himself go. I know, right? No, it was uh, Daniel Hernandez from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Takashi, Takashi 69 is actually Daniel Hernandez. Teriyaki chicken. Yeah. Ooh. Chicken teriyaki sounds good right now, doesn't it? God, I'm freaking hungry. Let's get out of here so we can eat. Uh, Blaze TV is news and entertainment for people who love America. No doubt about that. No matter what age you are, there's something on here for you. You're going to get all the news of the day, but you'll also get a whole lot more from opinion to spirituality, from observations on world events to outright comedy. There, tr there truly is something for everybody on Blaze TV, and all you need to do is pick the plan that fits you best and then watch live and on demand on your favorite device anytime, anywhere. If you're a student, if you're a member of the military or first responder, guess what? 
Don't forget to include that when you subscribe and you'll get a $30 discount on your annual pass. The left wins cultural battles, but Blaze TV is out to win the culture war. That effort depends on you. So sign up today and get all the entertainment and enlightenment you've been missing. Join Blaze TV today. Get $30 off an annual pass with our student military or first responder discount. Just go to – here's what you do. Go to subscribe.blazetv.com. Now I'm like Joe Biden. I can't talk, but it's cause I, it is because I have allergies subscribe.blazetv.com click the verification button enter your id to get started that's 30 dollars off an annual pass for students military and first responders at subscribe.blazetv.com subscribe.blazetv.com we'll be right back So apparently there's uh, breaking news. Denver High School shooting. That uh, two deans are shot while conducting a morning safety check on students. Uh, both victims are hospitalized, one critical. Male suspect at large. We had a shooting in Arlington, Texas the other day. Lamar High School. Uh, but I think that was a targeted deal. I don't think that was intended. I think it sounds like both of these deals, both the Lamar in Arlington and this one in Denver, were targeted deals. So we'll find out more about that as we go forward. It's a shame. Um, uh, we got to get some help for these folks, man. Their kids, mental health issues. I just, it's insane. Um, anyway, a lot we could say about that. But I, I, I don't know why. I don't know how you're going to get any sanity infused into our culture when you, we're promoting so much insanity. You know, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary. Uh, <laughs> I watched that full clip of her bringing the Ted Lasso group out there, watch her get embarrassed when they brought the Hollywood people out there. And, and even one of the people in the press corps apologized to the cast. We're sorry for this outbreak. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a foreign press guy. Obviously, this guy was African who was saying, you never call on me. <laughs> I don't know if he was Nigerian or what, but you never call on me. Um. <laughs> you never call on me <laughs> why you never call on I'm starting to get Russian now um Karine Jean-Pierre here's what she had to say on the MAGA Republicans everything's MAGA Republicans and with Joe Biden it's MAGA House uh, and the Inflation Reduction Act. Play that clip. Look at her. She ain't moving. MAGA House Republicans want to reverse that progress. They want to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act, which is helping Americans save on solar panels, electric vehicles, energy-efficient windows, and so much more. And, and the extreme MAGA Freedom Caucus is proposing draconian budget cuts that will raise costs for, for hard-working families. The House Republican proposal will increase health care premiums by an average of 800 bucks per year for nearly 15 million Americans. Uh, listen, we've done the financial breakdowns on all of these things with the Inflation Reduction Act. And again, you're, you're, you're asking us to do things that cost us money in order to make our houses more, I guess, energy efficient 
and make the green climate cultists happy, you know, I got to go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars to get solar panels on my home or whatever it entails to do certain types of, you know, storm doors and all of these things. Then you're going to give me some little tax break. Doesn't match up. So I guess I'm one of those extreme MAGA Republicans, I guess. You got MAGA Republicans and then the extreme MAGA Republicans and then the MAGA House. What's that? Oh, did you? Let me see what the hell Chris Cruz sent me. Um, breaking Fed hike rate uh, by 25 BPS. That's exciting. Um, that's just fantastic, man. <coughs> uh, just keep on driving it up, man. That's okay. Listen, um, don't worry. And listen, your money's fine in the bank, too. You don't have to worry about that. Safe and secure. In fact, the banking, the American banking is resilient. We can take all the, the American banks can take all the dumb shit a Democratic progressive administration that knows nothing about money or fiduciary responsibility. It can take anything we throw at it. In fact, Corinne Jean-Pierre had this to say about that. We are going to do everything that we can to use the tools that are given to us uh, to make sure that, again, that the American people feel confidence, and they should, right? That's kind of what you heard from the Secretary uh, today, that we see a stabilizing, uh, that the banking, uh, uh, the banking system is resilient, and a lot of that is because of the work uh, that this President has done. I know you've, you've, you've mentioned the current things that he's doing, but let's not forget uh, what occurred in the Obama-Biden uh, administration and how we, they were able to strengthen that, uh, the regulation. And so that work will continue. Uh, and but again, we can't lift Congress off the hook. Uh, they have to take some actions as well. There you go. Fed median forecast shows rates at 5.1 percent. The end of 23, 4.3 percent. End of 24. Uh, the Fed says U.S. banks sound resilient, but events to weigh on growth. Ooh, and that means I, I think that's a nice way of saying we're flatlined. We are stuck right where we are. Uh, that's their way of saying, don't expect improvement. Now, the way they're going to twist that is be like, see, we, we lived up completely to our projections. Well, you projected flatlining. Like, there's going to be no change. And it might drop by a percentage point by the end of 24. Yeah, I mean, how many bombs is Russia going to drop on us between now and then? Oh... So anyway, that's fun. I love the news. <laughs> this is why we do what we do, kids. I just put on a cowboy hat every day and come in here and run my bullshit mouth and, and just say, you know what? Insanity. What, what did I say at the very opening of this show? Insanity. And there's so much of it that they double down on it and then try to make you feel stupid for not embracing it. That's what they're doing. That's how dictatorships rise up and run over people. They control everything. They got a stranglehold on all the institutions from the courts to the media to everything. Uh, even the corporations have gone woke. You can't do anything. That's why you got you to go to chadpads.com. Non-woke periods right there. For your non-woke period, chadpads.com. Get your maxi chad. No, but they, they, even the corporations are woke. Everybody's got a, you know, the hockey league. 
you know, NHL came out and said uh, all these different teams said, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to wear your pride shit. And, um, you know, they opted out of their pride night. And because, again, a person, a professional of any of anything, I don't care what it is. They should not be forced to advertise and promote your sexuality. None of it. Are they going to have condom night? Are they shouldn't they should, Is it dildo night at the hockey rink? So it's just why not? Just you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Your skates are going to look like dildos. And we're going to skate around, and we're just going to all have an orgy on the ice. Chad, you know how they usually throw, like, toys after someone gets a, like, yeah. a hat trick? They're just going to throw condoms. Yeah, just, just throw condoms yeah, and Yeah, condoms and, and lube. Dicks. Just chuck them out. Yeah. Throw lube on the ice. How does yeah. that react? I don't even know. <laughs> all right. Hang tight. Be right back. PraetherLive.com is where you go to find my live schedule. Um, make sure you tune in tomorrow. We're going to get off the rails. I think Sarah Gonzalez is going to be with me. And don't forget, overtime this Friday. We love you. God bless you. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.